Hold up, wait a minute, let me put some celebration up in it. Hey y'all, it is Lolita E. Walker and I know, I know it seems like forever ago. It has been almost a month since I put out a podcast episode. Well, guess what? You will hear all about that and more, but today is season three, y'all, and I am so excited that you are right here with me. We are talking with Brian Hess on how to construct your entrepreneurial journey. Go ahead, get buckled in because this is a good one, y'all. Let's go. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. All right, all right. Hey, everybody. It is Lolita E. Walker of Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. Yes, welcome to the table. Y'all, this is episode number 49, and we are in season three. Can you believe it? So I know we're going to get to cocktails a little bit later, but I just have to say a huge thank you and shout out to all of you all who have stayed on board and for all of you all who are listening in for the first time. Listen, this right here is where we give a little bit of coaching just to challenge your thinking just a little bit. Cocktails is not so much about what you're sipping on. There is no judgment over here, but it is more about celebrating the greatness of who you are when you choose to tap on into this podcast right here. And then there's those juicy conversations. Sometimes it's just you and I right here on this podcast. And then other times I have an amazing guest with me. And today's guest is Brian Hess. Aside from Brian, totally believing in my favorite African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. He is an entrepreneur, consultant, mentor, investor, author, believes in business, sales, and life. And today he is here to talk to us about learning how to win it at all. And the question that he really asks us is, how committed are you to you? Let's go. I always say that everybody's got values and principles until it's Mm going to cost them money, time, or frustration. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see what people's true values are you know, yes. what, what their true commitment to themselves is. Ooh, I told you it's going to be a good one. <laughs> it's time for some coaching and a little bit of soul work. Now, I am going to just jump right into it because I can't wait till we get to some conversations. And, you know, you have a couple things right before we get there. So let me just get right into it. Today, we are talking about how to construct your entrepreneurial journey. And when I close my eyes and I think about construction, I think about laying a good foundation. I think about knowing the foundation that we each stand upon so that we can build appropriately. Because the worst thing that happens is that you start building upon something that's shaky. All of your hard work is going to go down in the drain, right? And who has time for that? So what I wanted to do today was try to leave us with a bit of imagery. You know, if you've been here before, that is my thing and I'll have folks thinking. But today I want you to write down a couple things. I want you to think about constructing your own home, Lolita's home, Lolita's home of change. I do this exercise with my clients, especially at retreats, but we really dig into knowing what your foundation is. And when you know what your foundation is, then it's 
bigger and better and bolder when you go to construct it because guess what? It's sturdy. So I want to talk to you about four pillars and the pillars of this home as you draw them in. I just want you to draw a foundation. Make sure it's nice and even across. Then I want you to draw four pillars, okay? Two at the ends and then two right there in the middle that's balancing the rest of your home up. And in the middle of that, I want you to put a door. We'll talk about the door in a minute, right? But these four pillars are gonna be in the acronym HOME, H-O-M-E. You with me? Okay. H is about honing in on your strengths. You gotta know what those things are. We are constructing the home of each of us individually. You are constructing your home. So you gotta know what your strengths are. At the foundation of you are your strengths and your core values. This is not the first time that I have said that out loud. We do strength exercises all the time. And some of this soul work today is to write down what's one of your strengths, y'all. What's one of the strengths that you know that you have? And then I want you to write how you demonstrated that strength. And now this becomes your personalized affirmation. Now, if you're a regular listener, you've already done this exercise. But for those new folks that are just getting on Lolita's change train, I want to I wanna do this exercise with you because you've got to know the power of who it is that you are when you look into the mirror. So one of my strengths, I was on um, Good Morning Washington the other day, you guys, if you haven't caught it, make sure you go look it up. And of course, it'll be on lolitawalker.com in the media section. But I, I did this exercise and I said, hey, what's one of the strengths that you know that you have? And kid said, well, I am beautiful. And I said, well, all right, you are beautiful. But what makes you beautiful? Let's define that because if you don't, then guess what? It's just open words that are just literally just sitting there empty. No, no, no. There is power in what we are affirming to ourselves, right? So I am beautiful. But how have you demonstrated that? Well, maybe it's I am beautiful because I show up in all of me every single time, whether it's at home, at work, at life. So now when you use this power of your strengths, it's not only I am beautiful because that's something that cool people say, but what makes you beautiful? I am beautiful because when I show up, I command a room. What is it that is your core strength? Now I want you to think about, but what's the strength that is drawn outside of that? And for some, it might be beautiful because that is how they define it. And then when you know how you've demonstrated it, come on now, now you're showing up in it. And now when you're constructing your home, how are you going to bring that beauty forward and showing up in all of you? Maybe it is in negotiations. Maybe it is when you go into a conference room. Maybe it is when you go to get your first contract. Maybe it is on this presentation that you have to give at work. How are you showing up and leveraging your strengths to help you get there? So that's that H, honing in on your strengths. You ready? The next one is O. O is about Operating in the green, come on somebody. Operating in the green, not the red. And this can go figuratively or literally. Operate in the green, are you operating in the green for your business, is it profitable? We're talking about your entrepreneurial journey. And sometimes for several years, that answer might be absolutely not. But are you assessing? Are you taking a look at what is red right now? How am I going to make profit? What do I have to do? What questions do I have to ask? Who is doing it better than me? You know, sometimes we get ourselves in this conundrum where we don't want to ask for help because we don't want to seem like we don't know it all. Well, here's the thing. We don't know it all. So ask somebody and get your stuff in order, right? What if the question is, are you operating in a green in your life? 
Hmm. Now, I'll be a little vulnerable right now. If I was a stoplight and I had to say, if I was operating in a green right now, I have to give myself a yellow because the aspects of my life that I want to tap into, some of them I could be doing a little better. And now that I even talk to each of you guys right now, I am already thinking about things that I can make sacrifices on so that I show up differently. Habits that I must change, things that I got to let go because when I build my home of change, when I stand upon my foundation, I want to make sure that that thing is not rocky. And I want to make sure I have the proper resources, the proper people around me that are going to help me to make this foundation really stand tough again. And it's okay to have to go back to the drawing board, right? So we got H, we got O, and your M is about mentorship. Again, asking for help. Sometimes we are the mentor, but sometimes we need a mentor. It's like coaches need coaches, right? Sometimes we have to ask the hard questions and then sometimes we also have to measure our results. So what are you doing? Who is in your circle? Pull out your Rolodex. Do they even know what you're doing? Some people will help you, but they just don't know how, Lolita. <laughs> I have to insert myself into this soul work oftentimes because sometimes as I talk to you, I'm also talking to myself. I do the work. You could ask my uh, group coaching clients. They already know that when I'm giving some soul work, guess what? I am doing the work too because it is imperative that we continue to challenge ourselves so that we show up in this world all the way, right? On a foundation that is strong. Check out episode one. Oh my goodness, you guys, don't judge me for episode one. You know, we all have to start somewhere. But the content is good. The content is talking about how we have to start with the power of our foundation and knowing what that is, right? And that E, that E is about exploration. That E is about exploring things that might seem foreign to you. It's about being at a mastermind class because you're investing in yourself and you're thinking, huh, I've never heard that. But huh, what if I explore that a little bit? I talk about this all the time is that it wasn't until I really started going and listening to poetry, other poets, and really sat there in my paws and started feeling it that I started unlocking something in me, y'all. And guess what it resulted in? Yeah, my soon to be released second book, Letters and Poems, right? Yes, y'all, the book is coming out soon and it's called, Can We Talk? Letters and Poems to Reclaim a Bolder You which already tells you that you are already bold, but sometimes we have to reclaim that time. We have to reclaim that power. We have to reclaim your boldness. And you got to be able to stand on a strong foundation. But what this book does, as a side note, is that it reminds you, let me meet you where you are. So dear contagious vulnerability, dear anxiousness, dear black girl, dear black boy, right? Dear silence, dear forgotten me. Wherever you are, I meet you right there, but then don't, don't fret. I am pulling out the greatness that is in you already and serving it right back at you. Oh, it's going to be so good. You guys have already heard some of the poems that are inside of the book. I'm so excited. So this soul work today in this coaching section right here is really all about building your home of change. Now, I know you already have your CCNC uh, journal with you that you downloaded from lolitawalker.com slash podcast, but if you don't, Grab a pad and write down your H-O-M-E. I want you to do the soul work within each of those letters so that now you are walking, talking, and behaving differently because you know the foundation that you built your home upon. Woo! I get so excited. I hope that makes sense to you guys. <laughs> it's time for some cocktails. 
What are we celebrating today? What are we celebrating? Oh my goodness, you guys. It has been such a long moment since the last time that I spoke to you. So I am giving a cheers to so many different things. One, by now, you've already known that I went to Africa for the holidays. Oh my gosh, it was my first time. And if you haven't already seen the pictures or heard all the juicy details, head on over to my Instagram. It's at Hey Coach Walker, and you can scroll down and see the amazing animals and the amazing time that I've had. Ooh, let me tell you, it is a trip that has always been on my life list, not bucket list, life list. I love that. I was fortunate to be able to do that this year. You know, the power of connection, the power of talking about what you want in your life, things that you want to do manifested that to come to fruition in short timing, actually. So I just want to give a cheers to even in the midst of the pandemic, just really living free and being free and saying yes to opportunity when it comes your way, whatever that looks like and feels like to you. All right. So that is a cheers and cheers to all my power folks who were on that trip as well. What else? Oh, I want to give a super cheers. You guys, are you ready? Guess what? My book is almost ready. It's almost ready. One of my goals of being an Amazon bestseller, you will help me to do that. So I am manifesting that as well. And I just say thank you so much in advance. I want to say a cheers to my mom, my grandma, who's 91 years young. Last time we talked, she was only 90. Now she's 91. I just want to give her a super shout out and my amazing son, Walker. He's been undergoing so much change and just getting through it like a beast and really learning how to express himself differently and intently, which goes uh, such a long way. You know, there's so much pressure in our world and suicides are at an all time high. You know, the other day I was watching TV and I saw a six year old committed suicide. (gasps) Oh my gosh. You know, it's just so much pressure on our young kids. So may we keep them in prayers. And this cheers right here is to every single person who is out there carrying weight on your shoulders and you needing to release. I just want to give a cheers to that. When you are looking for a power speaker inside of your organizations, guess what? I'm right here. When you are taking a look at who am I going to get to coach me in order to help me move forward? Guess who you're going to call? Lolita E. Walker, who can I get to really pour into me by way of an upcoming retreat? Ah, that would be Lolita. And guess when that is? In September. (laughs) Now, this little bit right here is for all of our women listeners and for all of the men who are ready to send their special women in their lives on an all-inclusive four-day women's weekend renewal retreat. Imagine yourself in a space free of distractions and ready to get poured into. Imagine an intentionally intimate space of power women leaning on you to shift from where you are today to where you absolutely want and need to be. Imagine me as a certified life leadership and executive coach grabbing you exactly where you are, pulling the greatness out of you and replaying that such that you increase your confidence, your clarity, and your commitment. Imagine a new group of women who are just like you and ready to push you beyond your next level. Yes, it is your time. So go ahead and head over to lolitawalker.com 
slash retreats. Learn a little bit more and register for this upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. What an amazing gift that this is to you, from you. You deserve it. It's time for some good old-fashioned conversations. Hey, Brian, and welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I am doing amazing now that you are here. We have been playing catch up tag and it's so good to actually catch up. I'm excited about having this juicy conversation we're going to have today. Me too. Always (laughs) look forward to spending time with you. Oh, good. Well, today we are talking about how to construct your entrepreneurial journey and who better than you to have on because your business has been booming this year. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, and I'd love for you to introduce yourself by way of one strength. One strength. Mm, it's a good one. Well, first of all, I'm Brian Hess and I am, I always say I'm, I'm just a kid from Pittsburgh. You know, I'm a steel city kid. Blue collar, you know, raised. My dad was a steel worker. My mom stayed at home. So kind of traditional American family. Now I'm a father of four amazing children, a man of God, beautiful, amazing wife. So my family is like a dream come true. There's a point in my life where I didn't think that might happen for me. And so having that in my life is a true, true blessing and really the foundation of everything that I've been able to achieve in my life. I have uh, several businesses. I just just exited a digital marketing company, still part of that on the board and a minority partner in the new combined companies that we have. So we built and exited that company in about 18 months. So that digital marketing company is called Lead Revenue and we focus on serving contractors. I also own Top Contractor School. So I coach and train just around 400 contractors total have been through our programs across the United States, Canada, and a handful in Europe. And uh, we teach leadership, sales, marketing, etc. The Pavement Group is my main business, and that is an asphalt and concrete company that serves all 50 states in Puerto Rico. So we work with some of the largest brands. Everybody that's listening has probably heard of many of our customers. They're you know pretty well-known brands that own hundreds or thousands of properties across the country. Man, if I was to say one strength, leadership was the first word that came to mind, and that is you know, just a real passion of mine, you know, is, is being in a leadership position, being able to mentor and coach and, and help people be able to kind of reach a higher gear in their life. You know, I've always had so many great and incredible mentors in my life that, mm-hmm. you know, it's really made me aspire to be that even more to pay it forward to other people. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. You know, when you talk about leadership and you talk about mentorship, a lot of folks come to you for mentorship. How do you address having so many folks that want you to be their mentor because of your success? How do you kind of weed out or take on, especially with all that you already have going on? I would say I'm not always the best at weeding it out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's hard. You know, you want to be able to help everyone, but there is definitely a point in your life where you can't help everyone. So you try to create, like I've tried to create platforms to be able to help everyone. So like having a podcast is a great way to, you know, be able to mentor lots of people, even though you're not mentoring them directly, but to be able to give them your advice and experiences through platforms like this or content, uh, video content, things like that on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, places like that. And yeah, I mean, you know, for me, mentorship has been the thing that has really, you know, laid the foundation for my own life. And so I'm very passionate about paying that forward and trying to help as many people as I can. But I think being willing to say no 
and giving people the things that they need to do to be able to guide themselves to a place because time is our most valuable resource. And, and so we can't always give it to everyone. That's a hard thing to evolve into. It's a really hard thing as a person that enjoys helping people so much. It's a really difficult thing to, to get to that place uh, where you can't say yes to everyone on a one-on-one -on -one basis, but being able to create those solutions that people can access without accessing you as, a, as an individual is definitely a way that you can overcome that. I love it. You know, before you got here, I was talking to the folks around my kitchen table and we were talking about this notion of constructing your entrepreneurial journey. And I was talking to them about imagine that they're walking down this road and there's this open land. And now they have the opportunity to build on it. So I love this notion of construction because we talked about this foundation and we talked about these pillars. And I talked about four pillars. You know, if you had one at the ends and two just holding and balancing the middle piece of that, you still have a door in the middle. But what would you say four pieces of a pillar are that you would say for your entrepreneurial journey? I think this is this is actually a test that I give to every employee to evaluate themselves. And it's it's something that I am constantly evaluating myself and the people around me with. And I call mm -hmm. it the four elements of success. Look at that. And it is, yeah, it's so it's knowledge, you know, your knowledge of what it is that you're trying to do, making sure that you're as close to a 10 out of a 10 as you as you can be. Uh, knowledge, the skills to do the job, it doesn't necessarily mean. You have to be an expert at what it is that you're doing, but that you possess the skills to be able to learn, you know, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And the last two that I think are the biggest variable factors in people and really the two biggest that I look for anybody that I'm going to mentor or that we're going to have inside of our company is attitude and motivation. I think, you know, those two things really go without saying, but I always say, man, if you can get, you know, a 10 out of 10 in those two categories, the, the knowledge and the skills can be developed. But as an individual, if you're looking to become an entrepreneur, it's really mastering those four things. If you can maintain your own attitude at a, at a normal level, regardless of what's happening to you, and you can maintain your motivation at an exceptional level, regardless of what's happening to you, I believe that you will develop the knowledge and you'll develop the skills if you have those first two things. I love that you said that. One, how amazing is it that you have four pillars? And I just talked to them about four pillars of their home. I did it on the acronym of home. I'll, I'd love to get your input. You know, the first pillar was really honing in on what your strengths were, knowing what they are. And I guess that ties into your skill set, right? Yes. Knowing yep. what your strengths are because you got to act in them. So I love that that lines up with your master plan. The O was about operating in the green. And the reason why I say that is because oftentimes we operate in the red, especially as new entrepreneurs, and your goal is just to get black, right? Just, just to get me even. And then the goal goal for long-term is really to have that profit and knowing that it's a journey, but always having that green light up ahead saying, hey, this is where I want to get. And knowing that, hey, there's going to be some times when your stoplight is going to be red, it's going to be yellow, it's going to be black but you really want to try to hone in on that green and really weeding out what are your costs so you could try to get those down. Then how the heck are we going to build up some programming so we could get it back up? The M was about mentorship and measurements. So seeking mentors and I'm working a lot on my ask, my ask for mentors. So I have a, 
I have this Rolodex full of people that are resources that probably want to help, but I don't know what I'm asking them for. So really trying to hone in on my ask so that when I come to people like you who are super busy and doing a whole lot of amazing things that I have a specific ask of how that person can help. So we talked a little bit about what does that mentorship look like? And then how are you going to measure success? And then the E was about exploring and exploration with your clients and your customers. So always tapping back into them and seeing like, hey, are these programs or projects that I'm working on really helping you? Because for me in coaching, sometimes it's easy to go off track and you think, you know, there's these people around you telling you you're doing great. So you come up with these programs and next thing you know, you forgot to check in and say, wait, are these important to you or are they important to me? So what do you think about those? I think there's one thing that I would add there. Uh, The concept Mm -hmm. of operating in the green, Mm -hmm. uh, the best advice that I could give anybody starting out is that one of the most important things when it comes to compound interest in your business, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, getting there as fast as you can is delayed gratification. So it's operating Mm -hmm. in the green, but taking the least amount possible that you possibly can out of your business in order to live, not getting, you know, kind of sucked into that society pressure of, you know, uh, needing to keep up with somebody else or having something to prove from a material standpoint. Trust me, if you take this advice, you'll have all the material things that you could ever want and more. If you just focus on, you know, feeding that business as much as you possibly can, marketing, investing in people, expanding, you know, that, that whole concept takes money. So you have the right concept. I would just add to it that keep as much money in that business as you can. And that, that money will create a lot of success and a lot of freedom for you long-term and for your people, right? The people that you end up bringing into your business. And all of that is important. Oh, that's so good. Because I talked about this notion of sometimes within your, even me, I'm in my fourth year and I'm doing some really great things and having some amazing feedback as well as impact. Sometimes you look at it and you have to stop yourself like, wait a minute, comparison is the thief of joy. And we are inside of this environment. I think we were together when we were talking about this likability culture and like does not equate to self-worth. And sometimes you have to check yourself and say, hey, wait a minute, look at the good you have on the journey to entrepreneurship, right? On the journey to that, you might've had a vision up ahead and you're still heading towards that. But okay, you might've had to take a detour, but look at all of these wins on there and celebrating those because on your road to this green, there'll be years where you're not there and knowing that it's about the journey. I love that you said that. I I, I literally just said this to somebody today. You know, I don't think that any of us give give ourselves enough credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been faced with a couple situations of people that are close to me recently that have kind of come into hard times. They've been really down on themselves and really beating themselves up. And I've said this for years, but I think it's so relevant to this conversation. You know, we are all so close to like, you know, being that person that's on the streets that doesn't have anywhere to go, you know, and it takes a massive number of, of great decisions every day to help us avoid that circumstance. And I think, you know, we all look around and, and in our country, we're all so fortunate to have so much, you know, and so much opportunity And sometimes we look down on, you know, those people who maybe have fallen on hard times, but we're all that, we're all so close to being that person on a daily basis. Like it doesn't take much to get anybody in that spot. That's really challenging. You know, I think as an entrepreneur, one of the things that I've learned is that 
those things that you thought you wanted, you know, those things that maybe I think a lot of people are driven to entrepreneurship for the ability to create the freedom to create, but also for obviously the financial opportunity that's attached to it. For me, I think, you know, over the last almost four years of being an entrepreneur, it, it has it's really changed in me to where my measurement has become how fulfilled I am, uh, you know, on a daily basis. And as I've focused on fulfillment and true, like internal happiness, everything else has followed. When we look at things through the right lens and we realize that all of us are in the same scenario, you know, we're all fighting every day to, mm -hmm. to get to a new place. And it doesn't matter, you know, where you're at on that journey for yourself. When you said comparison is the thief of all joy, it's one of my favorite quotes. It's so true. You know, we're, we're all trying to compete in a game that's not the same four quarters. We didn't all start in the same place. The whistle didn't blow at the same time for us. We didn't start the journey at the same time. We didn't have the same mentorship. So we're all on a different walk. As we accept that for ourselves and we focus on true internal fulfillment, are we showing up as the best version of ourselves every day? And are we happy and fulfilled by the things that we get to do every day? I am a believer because of my own personal experience that the rest really takes care of itself when you're truly happy. When you're happy, you're going to serve others at the best level that you can. When you're truly happy, you're going to have the best friendships and relationships and marriages that you possibly can have. You'll attract the best employees. You'll attract the best friends because there's something about you that just radiates when you have that internal fulfillment, right? And that's what makes people want to be around individuals that, that have that deep fulfillment within them. Ah, uh, so amazingly true. So amazingly true. And when I talked to them about pillars, it was sitting atop of this foundation. So what would you say is at the core of your foundation? The Brian Hess Foundation, what's at the core of it? Yeah, I think it's it's two things, really. I think it's God, my faith, you know, the center of everything for me is that. I think that when people get thrown off track in life, I think that, you know, that's generally what it is, is that it's their distance from their faith. You know, whatever that is for whoever's listening, uh, that can be different for different people, but whatever that North compass is for you, you know, if you're a Christian, obviously it falls into one category. If you believe in something else, it falls into a different category, but there's a North compass in all of us. And I think that, you know, when you have faith, those bad days, those challenging days, they just don't seem as heavy, as difficult as when you, when you have a belief that there's a bigger plan and a bigger purpose for you and for your life. And so God is number one. And then, you know, my family, you know, when I, I walk in every day before we jumped on here, you got to meet my kids. They were on FaceTime. You know, my wife was picking them up yeah. at school. When I walk in the door every day, I'm reminded of my purpose. You know, it's like a celebration mm -hmm. every day when I get home and there's no better feeling in the world than being attacked by four little ones. <laughs> you know, when I walk in the door and it's, you know, I remember a time in my life where that I didn't think that was going to happen for me. And so every day I'm reminded of those blessings. You know, I wake up every day and I thank God for, for blessing me with the opportunity to be their dad and to be married to my wife. And that's it for me. That is the foundation. And I think that, you know, that foundation can be different for everyone. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be family, but it does. I believe faith, regardless of what you believe, I think that faith is at the core of all of us. It's how we're wired. There's a mm -hmm. spiritual nature inside of all of us. The way that I know that, by the way, for the listeners is that 
Lolita and I can be hundreds of miles apart in different cities and we can have a, a conversation that triggers emotion in both of us. And so you don't, you're, we're not physical beings, we are spiritual beings. And so we can impact each other emotionally from long distances. And that's the proof that you all need listening, that we are more than just this physical makeup that we have, right? This physical makeup is just a representation of what's actually inside anyway. Uh, Brian, you don't even understand how aligned we are. I mean, I know you do because we've spoken before. We've met before. I love it. We met at a conference. And one of the things that I talked to folks about was this foundation that you stand upon. And at my foundation is faith, right? We talked about that at the core. And then the other one are my values. And one of my values is family. One of my values is fun. One of my values is integrity, right? So for me, it's faith, family, and fun at the foundation. And now we can talk about strengths. Now we can talk about what are those things that if they're jolted would make me say no to a project. Make me say no to construction. We're not building here. (laughs) I've done it. I've done it. And, you know, one of the things that always comes to mind when people say the word values is I always say that everybody's got values and principles until it's Mm going to cost them money, time, or frustration. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see what people's true values are, you know, what, what their true commitment to themselves is. One of the first large projects that we ever had at the pavement group, the, the contractor on that project violated one of my personal and our business values. And it was our largest customer at the time. And we removed that contractor from the project, knowing that we could potentially lose that client. And the phone call that I made, my business partner was like very nervous about this call being made, right? And and I said to the customer, like, we are a company built on values, and this is not a person that I trust to be on your property. I understand that you might not approve of this and you might fire us as a, as a contractor, but I just want you to know that we believe that we can always find more customers. We can't find a new name and we can't find a new reputation and we can't find new integrity. So we believe that we made the right decision for both of us. And that is still to this day, one of our biggest customers in our relationship got much, much better after a very long pause on that phone that probably wasn't quite as long as it seemed, (laughs) but he was like, man, you guys are awesome. Thank you for being honest and transparent. And thank you for having our back. And that is what values is all about. And we could have lost, and this was when we didn't really have this amount of money to lose, but we could have lost 30 or $40,000 on that project as a result. But, you know, I, I, I just believe in what I just said, which is, you know, everybody's got values and principles until <laughs> something happens and it's going to cost you. And then what does it look like? And, and if they're truly values, that doesn't matter, right? What you stand for is what you stand for, regardless of the circumstances. Yes, that's so great. I remember being on a call and the presenter saying we were talking about values. I don't know if you were there, but we were talking about values and he was talking about, are your values visible? And I said, you know what? My values are visible in how I show up every day. Absolutely. When I talk to people about them, hands down and absolutely. I know that if in fact I ask somebody what they believe my values are, they'll be aligned. But what I didn't have was my values visible on my website. And I said to myself, well, wait a minute. And that, that day I went on and I put my values on my website because why not allow people to know exactly what you stand for right away, right? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great way to, to attract and detract. 
the mm-hmm. right and wrong people, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, I'm I'm a big believer in all of that. And I think alignment is how we operate in the world. It's how we get our power and our energy and you know how we're able to move faster than most is by you know, aligning with the right people, you know, and when we find people with like minds and like hearts, we can do anything, you know, and, yeah. and that is, it's the most powerful thing in the world is collaboration. And especially when you get aligned values and principles, there's literally nothing you can't do. Nothing. I absolutely love it. Brian, this has been so good. I think what, what I really love about it is the notion of you're in construction as part of your portfolio that we were able to use a couple principles, at least imagery wise, and talk to people about it. If I asked you, just knowing construction, the way you know construction, what's three principles that you can that you can chat with us about that we should absolutely take on our entrepreneurial journey? I would say, you know, re- recruiting, which is a, a fancy word for get the right people, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, make sure that you know, again, your values are put in place where how you live and how you run your business attracts those people. And, and mm-hmm. to the second point, detracts the wrong people, you know, yeah. like, you know, you want to make it so clear of who you are and what you stand for as a company and as an individual that the right people just can't wait to be part of what you do. The second part is build foundational processes, allow room for the evolution of those processes. You know, what gets you to point A will not get you to point B. Those things Mm -hmm. have to change. And the third one is, and this is kind of controversial, like when it comes to like the way people look at entrepreneurship, but I believe in patience. You know, I believe in going as fast as you possibly can, but having patience with the process. And I think the reason that I believe in patience so much is that I feel like the world has lost it. And so many people give up on their dreams for lack of patience, not lack of knowledge, not lack of skills, not lack of attitude, not lack of motivation, but lack of patience. They just think they should be further along. I remember having that conversation with myself many times. And I always say, what if, what if I would have given up? You know, what if I would have listened to that voice yeah. In my head telling me that at that moment, I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't going fast enough or that I wasn't achieving the goal that I had set for that particular year. What if I would have given up? You know, and I use this example inside of our company all the time. Like there's been multiple people in the last year that have bought homes for the first time in their family's history. You know, their, their first homes and the first homes in their family history from what we've been able to build here at the pavement group. And so I think what is the impact on those children of those families who have purchased those homes? And, you know, to be able to grow up in a place where, you know, you feel safe and you feel stable and, you know, to kind of break that cycle in a family is such a big deal. If we would have given up when it got tough, if we didn't have the patience, Mm -hmm. you know, those kids' lives would be different most likely. And, you know, so it is bigger than us, you know, that, that vision of what you can do in this world, is bigger than yourself. If it's not bigger than yourself, then go work for somebody. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. So we have this come as you are round around here. Now I'm just going to fire you three questions. You ready? Just answer them as you good. Good. Just answer them as you see fit. The first one is, and I know you gave us the strength already, but what is one strength that you know, without a shadow of a doubt that you have today that you didn't always know was a strength? Relationships. Mm. 
you know, just the ability to build them, the ability to detect the right ones to build with, understanding the value and power that is in the right relationships, both giving and taking, right? That, that, mm-hmm. that give and take, you know, those people that can help you get somewhere faster or those people that you can help get somewhere faster. I love that. The second question is, why is the work that you do so important to the world? Well, on the, on the side of what we do at the pavement group, we literally keep people safe from going <laughs> everywhere that they go, right? So we do parking lots and roads and things like that. And I believe further than keeping people safe, you know, property owners and managers are who we work with. And one of the things that I say at the pavement group is that we don't, we don't just pave parking lots or roads. We get property and facility managers, our customers home to their families with less concerns than if they work with other, other contractors. Mm, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And a final question is what barrier still stands before you today? Thinking big enough. That is truly, if I were to go back in my career and look at, you know, that, that concept we were just talking about of patience, I think many times, you know, we, we put our own governor on our own engine at a much lower speed than what we're capable of driving. And I think some of that is the fear of ego, the fear of people thinking, you know, that you're, you know, that you're arrogant or you're trying to, to do too much or whatever it is. I think it's fear of failure. There's a million reasons why I think that we subconsciously do that to ourselves. But without a doubt, I believe that thinking bigger and then getting other people around you to think bigger as well is, is probably the biggest challenge that we all face. Yeah. Getting other people, influencing others, getting other people to think bigger. That is, that's huge. All right. I love it. Where can people get in contact with you, Brian? Real Brian Hess. So R-E-A-L Brian, B-R-I-A-N-H-E-S-S on all platforms. So any social media platforms, realbrianhess.com is my website. And I'd love for anybody that's listening to shoot me a DM. Anybody that DMs me, you'll get a message back from me. I can't promise it'll be instant, but I, I get back to all of them. And I would love to meet all you guys and help you in any way that I can. The Perspective Podcast is a great way if people you know, want a mentorship. So the Perspective Podcast, Brian Hess, nice. you can look it up on any podcast platform. That's kind of the way that I try to give back as much as I can by you know, sharing the knowledge, the experiences that I've had over the last 20 years being in business. And that's it. I hope everybody wants to connect. That's the, that's the key. Oh, they will. Absolutely. The Perspective Podcast. Everybody check that out if you want more. Brian Hess, and I can't wait to continue to listen in, Brian. Thank you so much for being on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. We have concluded another episode of Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, the intersection of you and change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers.